Come on, Michigan. Need Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. The best part of waking up, up is Three Idiots in your cup. <laughs> Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. I am Zach. I'm here with Jay and Spencer. Boys, what up? If you do wake up with us in your cup, then call the police. Yeah, yeah, we, we should not be there. We need, we need help. Help us. Get us out of your cup. What's up? Not much. How about y'all? Jay? You two really do need help. <laughs> I can't. Af- I can't one. afford therapy. Yeah, so. me either. I can't afford therapy. My insurance don't cover it. Same. All right, I'm watching Michigan game. It's on the other screen. Go blue. Frankie, um, Frankie Collins just got packed. Yep. Oh man. Um, Frankie Collins is terrible. He shows I, flashes of having a lot of talent. He but can't so- shoot. He can't drive. He plays way too fast on offense. Mm, he's not controlled at all. Well, I wanted to talk about Michigan basketball there, um, actually. So let's just let's get into it. Um, before that, let's uh, make sure you guys go to their socials, follow them, and also go to uh, lifefields.com. Um, anyway, so Michigan basketball, they played Ohio State uh, recently. Um, and I mean, I, I, there, there was some good, there was some good things and there was, there was some bad things. Um, would you guys, do you guys take anything out of that game that, that could say, well, we, I think we deserve to be in the big dance or are you guys, no. you guys like, nah, these guys um, don't, their don't, defense is, be there. Their defense has gotten a lot better, but uh-huh. they still can't shoot to save their life. Yeah, they yeah, can't. It's, it's yeah. either 50% or like 2%. There's mm-hmm. no like, Hey, we're going to shoot 32% this game and, and right now it's either 50 or 20. Yeah, it, it's um, I I was watching it, you know, and it's depressingly inconsistent. Yeah, I was watching it, and as, it's just as it Brandon Jones anything. just airballs a three. I'm behind, I guess. I'm watching on uh, the computer, so I'm behind. But um, yeah. So like, it's just this team's just does. It's not. I I don't think they'll make the the dance. I think they might be getting in the IT, but. I I don't know. If they don't make the big dance, they'll definitely get a bid to the NIT. I think that's right. just I mean, Michigan still controls their own destiny, but you have to win tonight against Iowa. Mm-hmm. It's looking rough right now, so I mean What's they're only the score? They're only down, down four. by four or five. Uh, that's four. six and unanswered right now, so well, that's um, a, that's one of the big issues. They're super streaky. Like, remember the big thing with a lot of B-Lines teams mm-hmm. was they'd go for, like, a 10- or 11-minute stretch where they just would not score. Yeah. And this year's team is kind of like that. Like, they'll play really well for, like, the first 10 minutes of a half right. and then further from 11 it, minutes until, you know, 19 minutes, they don't score. It doesn't help that they have absolutely no shooters. It, right. The ones that are supposed to, like Caleb, can only hit it if he's wide open. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because um, Frankie can't hit one. I mean, besides that, you're uh, tr- you're relying all, uh, solely on Eli Brooks, and you know, right. at that point, the other teams probably got him uh, doubled at three point line. Right. It's it's I I don't know. Um, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping I mean, they, something they, changes. Next they year. need to win tonight, and then they have to go to Wisconsin on Saturday, I think, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or Sunday. And then they have Rutgers at home, and Rutgers has been boat racing every ranked team they play. Yeah. Oh, good thing we're not ranked. All right. Then they play Illinois, Michigan State, Iowa, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. There's opportunity there. Like if you, 
there's so counting tonight, there's seven games left. You go five and two, you probably make the tournament. Oh, five and two, you make the tournament easy. Right. Four and three, you probably you give yourself a lot better chance. Right. Because so, four and three, that puts you at what, 17 and 13 with the Big Ten tourney to play. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, it's been a frustrating find a, season. Find a sure. way to win tonight, beat Rutgers. And if you can split with Ohio, Ohio State and Michigan State, you're probably in. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm, I'm just waiting for 2024 when we get Christian Anderson Jr. in. That's all. I saw your tweet about him. I don't know shit about him though. Um, Me neither. He he was 15 when we uh, when he committed. He was a committed even a freshman. <laughs> um, he's one of those, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's a, a four star um, point guard. Kind of short, but I don't think that's gonna be a problem. Um, super. Can he uh, shoot threes? Yeah, he he averaged. I think this season he was averaging like 60 percent, 50 something percent, 60 percent. But he's averaging 30 points a game. Oh. Okay. Let's see, three-point percentage. Michigan's best three-point shooter that actually plays minutes is Eli Brooks at 40%. That's actually kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Guess who their second-best three-point shooter is in terms of percentage? Dickinson. Uh, Dickinson. LOL, what? 30, 39%, which is insane for a, for a seven-foot big man. Oh, my god! Uh, and then it's Caleb Houston at 36, Devontae Jones at 35, Brandon Johns at 34, Terrence Williams 34. Then you have a really bad drop-off. It goes to Musa at 23. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, Frankie Collins is supposed to be a good shooter, 15%. Mm, I don't know if he was ever supposed to be a good shooter. He came in as a, like, uh driving point guard wait was it him or was it kobe was supposed to be a good shooter uh probably kobe probably kobe yeah he's not much better he's at 16 percent and kobe barely no, plays so 23 percent. yeah how many minutes does he need? how many minutes does he get kobe buffkin yeah uh 10.3 oh yeah not even zeb jackson was technically our best three-point shooter at 50 percent, but he's no longer with the program so Um. Well, on to Michigan football, Coach Harbaugh, Coach Jim Harbaugh. Um, big big nice, time, Timmy Jim. Got a nice uh, five-year deal, guys. How do you feel about it? It's fine with me. I mean, it's one year more than his current deal. Seven mil, I think. Mm-hmm. Like the first year. It's about seven. what it. It's about yeah. what everyone expected. It's about 7.1 for the first year. Mm-hmm. And then it goes up to it can get up to 7.6 in his last year. And then the bonuses are still good. He gets a million for a Big Ten title, a million for a natty, and five hundred thousand for a college football playoff berth. Do you see the buyout? How much the buyout costs though? No, um it's the buyout, not very big. No, it's not. Uh three it goes mil, down every year. Mm-hmm, three mil the first season, and it goes down a lot significantly. 750k uh each each year so the buyouts for harbaugh to buy himself out right or a team or a team yeah so i mean i'm sure he included that because obviously if that itch for the nfl was that bad this year i'm sure he won't stop looking i mean yeah he like that's not what he uh, said yeah but do you believe him i don't i don't know when people like close people from the team and other thing are saying yeah we thought he was gone yeah that's like if he goes out next year and they get another Big Ten title and another playoff berth, I fully expect him 
to look at the NFL again. I, yeah, I mean, he can look all he wants. It was proven this year that nobody wants nobody him in the NFL. Him. Yeah. Which I mean, why? 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 Why is that? Because you want. I mean, multiple different factors. For they, he wasn't a slam dunk in Minnesota because the owners didn't want an abrasive person. Mm-hmm. Owners want someone who's going to do what they're told, and Harbaugh is right. not that guy. Yeah, and what's his name is definitely that guy. So, I mean, Harbaugh too even said though, like the reports came out said like he's not looking for like player control. He didn't want to make that mistake again. Yeah, make. I mean, which makes sense. No, I think the pro- part of the problem was, like Jay said, he wanted some control. He thought Minnesota was a slam dunk, and when they didn't offer him the job in the spot, he was like, "Oh, shit." So, yeah, we'll see. Hunter for three missed it. Nice. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I'm glad he's back. I think it helps with continuity. It keeps your recruiting class intact. Mm-hmm. Um, Gaddis, I mean, Gaddis is gone. An inside but, hire would re- would keep your recruiting class together. Well, most of it. I think a lot of those guys. I mean, not all of them, because I mean, the like the primary recruiter is usually a position player, but in the end, you're still going to play for the head coach too. Yeah, I don't. I heard of rumors of maybe two that would have uh, looked elsewhere. None of, and they weren't the biggest guys in the class. Mm. Ooh, Kobe for three. As I just talk shit about him, <laughs> it's all it takes. But I mean, I'm yeah, I'm glad he's back. I mean, I think, especially at this point in the coaching carousel, you're not going to get anybody that's anywhere cl- uh, close to his caliber. So, would you agree? Yes. I mean, even outside of like you weren't. I don't think Matt Campbell would have came. I don't think. Uh... Fickle. Fickle would have came. So, I mean, who else were you really going to hire? Jim McElwain. Uh, ha- who else were you really going to hire if uh, he left right after uh, <laughs> the college football playoff? Yeah, it's true. Which doesn't really explain to me. Like, that's why I don't get why Gaddis was so upset. Because, like, didn't Harbaugh like give him like the blessing and like tell administration like hire the guy? Yeah. No. I don't I get we don't know what happened. He banged Xavier Worthy's mom, that's what happened. He didn't. I, I want it to be true. It's hilarious. I know you want it to be true, but it didn't happen. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from then? Some rumors that nobody who has any connection to Michigan bat, uh, football started making randomly. And it spread the Gaddis leaving. And it spread so fast that everyone thought it was true. Nobody thought it was true. A lot of people did. Try, people if you wanted it to be true, nobody thought it was true. I was hoping it was just because it's hilarious to me. Exactly. But... You were hoping it was. Nobody thought it was true. Well, I don't know. But any but him like dragging the administration on his way out just screams it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Makes no sense to me. It's all right. He can go suffer in Miami. Like Mario yeah, Cristobal that... is a good coach and a good recruiter, but like have fun with Miami, dude. I just think Miami's a shit show. It has it always a been. Show. It's a fallen power. You know mm-hmm. how hard it is to build those back up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, pow- build, uh powerhouses of schools, um, 
I didn't want to talk about it, but Spencer brought it up in uh, in our group chat. Um, something came out saying that Coach K told them not K to is hire a psychopath? Yes. Tommy Amaker because he, yeah, you know, Tommy Amaker was going to accept the job, and he mm -hmm. called Amaker saying, "Please don't take the job." Uh, I was a little mad because I loved I loved Tommy Amaker. I wish would I would have rather have him than John Scheuer. Um I mean, Amaker years, wasn't he was not good at Michigan, but he was oh, really damn good at Harvard. Amaker was pretty fault. was actually decent yeah. at Michigan for and, having a team that wasn't allowed to go to uh the tournament. Um the tournament. Right. Like, yeah. I yeah. think he did the best job any coach would have under mm -hmm. the circumstances. Agree. That's fair. Yeah, I mean he he got he got put in a shitty situation and he was he still good and he had a he had a great He's pretty um, good. He was pretty good at Harvard too. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Harvard, he, um right? yeah, Harvard, yep. A uh, couple. Um, he, he took Harvard to the tournament like almost every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I would have loved that hire. And I saw that this morning. I was like, "You kidding me?" So I saw that this morning, and now everything makes sense why they they hired. Uh, um, I would I would have hated your obsession for Duke a little less if he got hired. Yeah, I, I man, that would wow, be so dope. That is such a bad charge. Yeah, that was not Jay, a good charge call, Jay. <laughs> that was not a good call. I just saw that. If we get distracted, we're all watching Michigan yeah. live. I think we mentioned that, but um, right. yeah. So he I didn't mean, even have his feet anywhere near being set. No, nope. oh, that's a bullcrap. But in. yeah, anyways, uh, Coach K is an egomaniac. Yeah, Shocker! It's it's crazy. Coach K isn't a great, isn't a good guy. Shocker! <laughs> I, I'm I'm not gonna say that out loud, but um, you know, it's it's uh weird to see, but. Now that he has his, he'll have his hit hand that, in everything that. now. But <clears throat> damn it, sorry. But uh... I meant to mute my mic and realized I wasn't muted. <laughs> I mean, I just I think it's weird. Like I get wanting to be like remain like involved in the program, but if you want that much control, why are you retiring? Mm -hmm. Makes sense. It's just it's like it's like you said earlier. He just wants Shire to be the puppet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I think um, Coach K is one of those people that, like, if he's not involved with the program, he'd probably fucking die. <laughs> like what happened with Paterno? Paterno quit coaching and he died. Yeah, I mean, there's people like life. that. Like, if like you don't know anything but work and your your craft, so mm -hmm. like if you stop, you you just you die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean he does need to retire, especially after that little health scare he had the other day. Mm-hmm. He just left and he's like, "I'm not feeling well. I got to go." That was uh, super convenient. Get out of here, Darvall. Um, so it, she just—he should have retired a little earlier and not waited until he was like 90 years. I old. think he should have retired at the COVID year. Um, yep. he didn't have his heart in it. He was the one that was telling them to cancel the games, like. Mm -hmm. So. Well, the problem was they canceled all those preseason games, and then he didn't have time to let his one and dones gel, and then they were shit because they had to play were, conference uh, games. Yeah, exactly. He had five of them. Oh, it'd um, be like it's like you know it's oh god, I don't want to compare it to Bama, but it's like when the SEC schools get their tune-up game against the Citadel in week week eleven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like most, like a lot of the big colleges do it. Kentucky does it. Um, shit, Kansas does it. Michigan does it. Mm -hmm. Michigan State does it. But even then, like, that's when you as a coach need to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why, and I know Aiden liked it when I said it the first time, but Tom is was a better coach than Coach K. Yeah, John Beeline was a better coach than Coach K. 
X's and O's and basketball wise, hundred percent will not change my mind. I don't know. I honestly don't know because, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. What? I mean, he didn't always. He hasn't always had these five star guys that were supposed to be on paper coming out being the best players in the country. Like, yeah, we had good teams. Don't get me wrong. They had good teams from the 80s and 90s. Um, or 90s, excuse me, the 90s and the early 2000s. But the early 2000s, you really just had, like, the J.J. Redick teams. You just really had J.J. Redick. Um, and I think... No, that's just not true, though. It wasn't just J.J. Redick. Well, <clears throat> what was it? What's his name? Um... Was it uh, Williams? Um, I mean, you had you had guys, you had guys that were around JJ, but JJ was your centerpiece. Now you have two, you have like you have four JJs in the on the court at once. Now you have four guys that should be the centerpiece on other teams, and it just doesn't it doesn't work. And I think Coach K is finally realizing that, and he's like, "Yeah, screw this. I'm the most winningest coach in the in the uh, NCAA. I'm leaving. I'm done. My health's not good. I'm just I'm just done." I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it is what it is. Why are you trashing JJ Redick like he wasn't a high school All American coming out of high school? I'm not. I love JJ Redick. I would never. He's my favorite player of all time. Well, you're you're trying to like uh, disparage like the teams he's played on and stuff. Like, oh, it was just JJ Redick. Well, I'm saying that the teams weren't. Mm-hmm. No, I mean the the teams. You're saying they're were... not as good as they are now. Like he's a high he was a high school all American. Right, but they weren't pulling those. They weren't pulling five stars. Like five five. They stars. absolutely were. I'm I'm gonna look this up real quick because um JJ Reddick's. Well, I'm looking up the Duke men's basketball roster 04 to 05 because that was right in the middle of when he played. I miss that team. I miss him, dude. Look at his shirt. Hanging up that bitch up in the thing. I want to see this recruiting class too to see if anybody. Delden Williams. He went to Duke. Blue Dang, who is a monster. Luol Dang. Chris Duhon, come on. Let's see, where is this? Daniel 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 Ewing played in the NBA. It wasn't two is when they when this recruiting class was. Two thousand and three. NCAA recruiting. What's not now? Oh, yeah, 27. There we go. 24 7 sports. That's what I'm trying. Lamar. Oh, this is football. Come on. Why do you want my ad blocker off? Sketchy site. Ah, here we go. So the 05-06 Duke team had two top 11 picks. Sheldon Williams and J.J. Redick. Right. They had, so in 2002, um, in 2003, 2002, excuse me, they had, they had four or five stars. 
two of yeah, them. So don't four... give, so don't give me this. Uh, Duke just started recently within the last well, ten years recruiting no. well. Again, Duke did not get anybody the next year. They had one guy that by the name of Luol Deng. That was it. Oh yeah, but by, by the name of Luol Deng. I'm saying that's the only five star they had, and then they had some three stars. Um, again, in 2004, they only had two, uh, and then they had some three stars. Um, I feel like, I really feel like 2010s is where they started picking up. But it's um, not. Oh my god, you guys it just isn't. Paulus. <laughs> again, one five star the next year. So No, dip. Luo Ding, one of the best uh, players in high school coming out 2004-2005. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see the recruiting class for it, but 2005-2006, two five-stars and three four-stars, number two class in the country. And that was in 2005. So don't tell me Duke just in the last 10 years have been recruiting really well because that's bullshit. 2005-2006, they had... Eric Botang, he was a four-star recruit. Jamal Boykin, four-star. Josh McRoberts, five-star. Greg Paulus, five-star. And Pochius Martinez, he's a four-star from Lithuania. And he, like he I said, played that one year, year, they had the number two uh, recruiting class in the country. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, but I mean, like, you can't. It's hard to say like Duke hasn't been recruiting like top-tier recruiting classes because you look at their tournament success. And Elite Eight, 01, 04, 2010, 13, 15, right. 18. And then they and were then in the you, they were in the Elite Eight in 90, 90, 91, 92, 94, 98, 99, 01, 04. All right. And then let's go back to 2001, 2002. They had three big time NBA players in Carlos Boozer, Mike Dunleavy, and Jay Williams on that mm-hmm. team. So don't give me they haven't been recruiting because that's just a lie. Final four, 91, 92. Well, this is just from the 90s. 90, 91, 92, 94, 99, 01, 04, 2010. Duke's been a powerhouse for as long as we've been alive, so don't start with that. Since before we've been alive. Yeah. They've been a powerhouse basically since Coach K took over, which is a credit to him because he recruits like a mofo. And is is he a good basketball coach? Yes. But when it boils down to X's and O's, I don't think he's the best. And I think a lot of coaches have done more with less than he has. Oh, 100%. I think uh, the Joel, the the, uh, the B-lines, the um, uh, Bayheim there for a short time, he had decent well, success with... with uh... Bayheim had a lot of success because he was recruiting at a level close mm-hmm. to Duke, and then he got caught cheating, and it fucked his program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, Bayheim's a good coach. I mean, I like the guy, but yeah, no, he fucked himself. Also, didn't Greg Paulus like end up transferring somewhere to become a quarterback? Wasn't didn't he like transfer to uh, Syracuse to play quarterback? What didn't he? Am I thinking I feel, of somebody else? I feel I like him, that's dude. true. I'll look that up. I loved him as a he was a goony, uh, goony um, uh, player. Paulus announced on May 14, 2009, he would play f- college football at Syracuse. <laughs> he was named the starting quarterback for the 09 season. That's hilarious. They, he, they went four and eight, completing 67% of his passes. He threw for 2,025 yards and 13 touchdowns. He threw, threw a school and Big East record five interceptions in one game against South Florida. <laughs> he tried out with the New Orleans Saints. He was not offered a contract. 
He got another shot in June with the Saints and then was again invited to minicamp but never got a contract. Imagine. And then he uh, assistant basketball coach at Navy in August 2010. And I think he's the head coach at Niagara now. Oh, yeah, he took, he took over for John Beeline's son at Niagara. And now he's the permanent head coach. They've not done very well under him. But oh, then again, it's, it's, it's Niagara. Yeah. Oh. And since he's taken over, they've been 12 and 20, 9 and 10, and 11 and 13. Oh, damn. So, but Duke hasn't recruited well. He was the Gatorade male athlete of the year. I love, dude. I loved when he, get, he played. He was a point guard. He was so good. <laughs> did they win the dips, title? Dips, yeah, dips like Alabama. He wants he wants to like root for an. Un, he wants his team to be an underdog when they've never been an underdog in their life. When they can't, Dude, I, can, when they physically cannot be underdogs. I don't understand that mentality. I would love it if Michigan was like Alabama. Right. I would just sit and talk and be like, yeah, no, we're be- we're the best. See, but that's the thing. Like, yeah, um. It's hard to say Michigan or Duke's like Alabama in basketball because, like, yeah, you get these good players, but they don't amount to anything. At least Alabama's fucking wins everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, they do amount for they they have a ton of success in college, but it doesn't translate to title wins. Right, and that's, and that's what does that fall? I on? want that. Coaching. I want titles. Coaching. I don't want. I don't want five star guys are going to leave the next year. And Coach K and Coach K was decent at that, but then all of a sudden. The dollar dollar bills, y'all, started flying. Well, and... that's that's how it, that's what it became though. Once uh, they changed the rules, and then it was one and dones, yeah. and kids were like, "Well, I can't go in at eighteen anymore, so I got to wait a year." Right. So then they decided, "Well, I just want to play, but I still want to make some money." And then schools were just like, "You know, we're just gonna throw the bag." Exactly. Yeah, and, and where did a lot of the everything. bag get thrown at? Duke, mm-hmm. Kansas, Kentucky. Syracuse for a minute. Syracuse for a minute. Okay. Uh, Louisville. <clears throat> Louisville. Well, yeah. <laughs> Louisville was throwing more than bags. <laughs> they, they were throwing. They were throwing, they they were throwing hookers. They were throwing hookers at him. Yeah. Um. So that's funny. It's he, Rick Pitino rebounded, and he's the coach at Iona now, and they're pretty good. Are they? They made the tournament last year. Yo. Um. So yeah, like I think um, as a I'm a as a basketball fan, I'm just I hate seeing. One and done's, and I know it's the normal thing now, but it's it doesn't really it. bother me. Oh, I just, I don't know. It, it doesn't bother me because you get some interesting stuff, like yeah, one and done's. But you can't tell me college basketball didn't absolutely love watching Zion play. Oh my God, that was the pilot of my pilot of his career. They had, was, me they had the they had the whole camp like the whole camera for him in the tournament. So you can't tell me one and dones are like hurting college basketball because yeah. it's not. No, it's hey, not. That I was mean... a that was a Zion's part of the reason they started doing the NIL the way they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Right, because like they're like, really, you're gonna give this guy a Zion cam and you're not gonna pay him for mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Oh man, it's crazy. I mean, he was exciting, for sure. It's like you get guys like uh, I'm trying to. He like was Paul much, a must-watch basketball. Mm-hmm. Like Paulo Banchero like is insane. Yeah, like um, uh, who else? would could you say was much-watch college basketball? Blake Griffin, Kevin mm-hmm. Love. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, uh, maybe you could say Trey Burke. Trey Burke in that tournament was yeah. Um, Cassius guess, Winston for a minute. Yeah, I was just gonna say Cassius. Like that, and he was he was insane too because he was not athletic at all, but he just he he was a hooper. He knew who yeah, he knew how to hoop. Good. Uh, Joe Kim Noah. Joe Kim Noah. Greg Oden. Greg Oden. Players you just had to watch. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. No, I don't know. How did we even start talking? Oh, we start. We're talking about Coach K being a freaking freakazoid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dip trying to go all underdog on us. Dip's trying to play victim mentality. <laughs> well, not victim, but just underdog. Yeah. Yeah, the underdog mentality, which work. is fine. Now, if you're the team and you want to play that card just to add a chip, then fine. But even then, though, it's kind of weird. That's at the point where you're like, okay, we're like a top five team in the country. We have a number number one, number two recruiting class. Just play the target on your back card. Right. Yeah. Alabama, well, we think we're being disrespected. We've got that underdog mentality. Nobody will ever say you're an underdog. You're a fucking football factory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess that's Were you underdogs well that one game against Georgia? Yeah. But shut up. And then you blew the bloom on the line. Well, no, yeah, Georgia was still lost. favored. Georgia was favored both times. Alabama won the first one and then lost the second one. I, th- I thought you the SEC game they no, were favored, they, right? No, they weren't. Mm-mm, Alabama was. Alabama was underdog both times, but Alabama was uh, saying they were embracing the underdog mentality the second time. You can't oh, be an underdog after you just wiped the floor, yeah. wiped the floor with them. Yeah, mm-hmm, three yeah. weeks ago. Exactly. Shut up. I think I think it's like well said though. And James, something else about, to motivate you. Yeah, it's about, annoying about that. Um, the chip on your sh- or the the all eyes on you, you know. And if mm-hmm. you don't succeed, well, then you have it's even more, you know, more eyes and a lot more words. So, yeah, I understand. I can see that. Um, There's a, early, oh my god! Uh, what, what you play? You go to Alabama because you want all eyes on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you go to a big school. You know another school that was like must watch basketball and recruited really well a while yeah. ago, early two thousands Arizona. Thousands. Like it was, they think it was like them. That was Roy Williams' only title with Kansas, I believe. Was they beat yeah. they beat uh, Arizona in the title game? Was it Syracuse? No, I don't remember. Was that the year? Um, I think. Who's on that team? Spencer? Mm, I don't remember. Well, yeah, what's in the, the Roy Williams title game? Yeah. Uh, that was. Because 08 was Bill Self's first. Yep. I think it was like 2002? Uh, I would say 2003 or four, or 4 or 5, excuse me. Because but... right, no, Roy Williams won 2 with Kansas, correct? Yes, they beat, they beat Maryland in 2002. It was Gary Williams was the coach. Oh, what? <laughs> no. No, Maryland won that one. That was Maryland. That was the one Maryland won. Oh god, I don't know. Nope, nope, nope. They lost Kansas lost that one. Uh, <laughs> I 
I thought Roy Williams won it with Kansas. No, he didn't win it with Kansas. I was about to say, but that, I, I don't remember that. With um, with Roy winning it with Kansas, but no, he left Kansas because he couldn't win a title and went to North Carolina and just tore it up there. Yes, and then uh, Kansas because 2008 was their first title since Danny Manning in 1988. That's oh, what God. it was. Can you imagine if, if uh, Spencer, you imagine it would be a different story if uh, he had success in Kansas, uh, right? It, it it would be a way different story. I mean, I guess if there's a job you're going to leave for, I think Duke or North Carolina might be mm-hmm. those two jobs you leave yeah, Kansas yeah. for. In college yeah. basketball, yeah. 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 It's like sure. Bill Self. They've always been like, oh, Bill Self's going to go to the NBA. And I'm like, why? No. He's never going to get fired from Kansas. He's going to be there till the day he dies. Imagine. Doesn't make any sense. Bill Self has a real cushy job. Yeah. He ain't never going anywhere. It's because he wins big. He wins the Big Twelve almost every year. They go Which to the is insanely easy to do. It okay every year though. Yes. yes. Did he even win it last year? Or did Baylor win it? No, Baylor, Baylor ended it. their Baylor ended the streak. Right. It was like what? But like how many in a row? actually good teams year to year are there? I mean, sometimes you get freak years when a team gets like Cade or um, Trey Young, but like, and then you've had Baylor as a real good team the past two years, but who's had sustained what you can say success in the uh, big 12? I would say three to four. Nobody. Teams. Uh, two to three teams um, other than Kansas. I mean, uh, Texas with Rick Barnes was good for a long time until the last couple of years. And then they separated Texas techs had their like Texas tech's been good since Chris Beard. And then even this year, they're good again with their new coach. Uh, Texas tech was never good in, Real good in conference play, though. They were a tournament team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Iowa State, when they had Fred Hoiberg, yeah, like West was Virginia. really good. Then they had a down year, and Iowa State's back to being decent again. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's it's rotational, too, because, like, Kansas State's had some really good years, like when they had Michael Beasley and uh, a couple other guys. And Texas just can't get out of the funk of what they're doing. Texas, uh, I think they're going to be fine now that Chris Beard's their coach. I think they're mm-hmm. better, but I I don't know, man. It's just the Big Twelve is a weird conference. The rotation on who, the rotation on teams that are good and consistently good is weird, especially since Kansas is usually the only one. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Oh man! I'm trying to see how many consecutive they won. They won 14 consecutive regular season Big 12 titles. That's crazy. Between 05 and 2018. Jay's that's Jay's that's just padding Jay's. Uh... Yeah, just making my point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But those teams, though, I mean, those teams were stupid. Those teams were lethal um, from that time frame. You know, Spencer. So like. But yeah, that's. I'm trying to see who ended the streak because it wasn't Baylor. I think it was Texas Tech and Kansas State ended up tying for it. Yeah, it was 2018. Hmm. Oh, we got two minutes left here. Um, I'm looking it up. I'm trying to find it. Um, that's 
It was either Texas Tech or it was Kansas State. Love talk, talking basketball with you boys. Um, Jay, real quick on the Red Wings. Playing well, huh? Uh, playing like they have been. Still um, don't really have a solid defense. Yeah. Yeah, Texas Tech, Kansas State tied for it. That uh, that uh, power play lineup that we got going on with uh, Bertuzzi, Larkin, um, and, and uh, Cider. Oh, my God. It's literally just the first line, and Detroit's power play is still one of the worst in hockey. I just, I know, but the it's future for it to come, like them get better. Oh, uh, I love it. I love it. But Red Wings are, are fun to watch. I mean, in my opinion, I, I love watching them. Um, it's exciting. I'm excited about the, 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 what is it called? The Stevie process or some shit. Um, but, yeah. Excited about it. It doesn't even know the Iser plan. How sad. Iser plan. There it is. I saw it on Twitter and I couldn't remember what it was. They've been saying, they've been calling it since he's gotten hired. Has they? Oh, I didn't know. Yes. I just recently started not watching thing. Twitter again. Or looking at Twitter again. So. Let's see. We got a minute left here. I think we're good. So let's talk a... We come back. We're going to come back and talk a little bit about the... Um, the little pro- the progress. The little progress was made in the MLB labor talks. Uh, we have a qu- couple questions um, we that can, regarding... We can, we can do that right now. They had a 15-minute meeting today. This, again. This year is screwed. Yeah, um, we have a couple questions actually regarding that for Spencer when we get back off the break. So uh, we'll be right back. And Fuck MLB TV. owners. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll, be, we'll be right back. He's dead. Who's dead? Welcome back to the podcast. Um, quick uh, thing here, real quick. Uh, thank you for everybody that's been listening to the episodes. Uh, go to uh, Three Idiots. On social media, look us up, follow. We appreciate it. All right. Um, so, a question here from a, a friend of the pod. Uh, regarding, uh, just, I don't mean to interrupt you, but like everything on their Twitter, it just looks like they're on vacation. Okay, good. Probably just taking a week off. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, so, uh, question here from the friend of the pod regarding the MLB, Spencer. Uh, with this uh, another. Uh, a meeting uh, happening. This this came a couple days before. Uh, depending on how the meeting went, he said, um, "How sure are we of having a season or unsure?" Question mark. How sure unsure are we that we're going to get a season? Yeah, I'm sure we'll get a season. I just don't know how much of one. Yeah. The MLB is going to cave eventually because they're going to lose too much money if they don't play at all. But at the same time. You're coming off, I think it was like the highest rated World Series they'd had in a long, long time, mm-hmm. or one of the highest rated World Series. And you just took a good thing and threw it in the trash because your owner is a big old pussy, or your commissioner, and your owners are greedy assholes. So, I mean, that's the story in every sports league. True. But like the owners, it doesn't make sense though, because they're really, they say they're super far off. But if you look at the numbers, they're really not in terms of the proposals being thrown around. And if the owners would just suck it the fuck up and, sign, and, and actually negotiate instead of saying, no, we're not doing that. You can go fuck yourselves. You could get a deal done. Yeah. 
because they're basically walking into each meeting and saying, oh, well, this is a non-starter. So, well, then sit in the room until you get a starter. I just don't make sense to me. They're just, they're both sides are being petty. I don't think either side really wants to work with the other just because they don't like each other, but like it or not, that's what they're going to have to do. Also, I think this part of this is the players are going to play hardball and hold the owner's feet to the fire and see how long they can go before they cave, which I would. I think it's smart. Yeah, I agree with you. No, I mean, minor league players are still going to get paid. They're still having a minor league season. Yeah, we, won't. we might be watching a lot of minor league baseball at the start of the year. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can – anyone who wants to watch minor league baseball – that's fine with me. I'm not going to hate on you for it, but you might have a mental illness. <laughs> Wait a minute. I love baseball, dude, but I'm sorry. I cannot watch AAA baseball. I don't know, man. I think it's, it's like, it's like asking me to, it's like, it's like going from the NFL and watching the USFL. Like double A and triple A, these guys they they try, man. They try the hardest. I don't <laughs> care. I don't want to watch players try it. I want to watch players be good. So you like it's like watching this like saying, oh well, no NHL, so we're gonna watch the Griffins all year. <laughs> like I love the guys for being part of the system and playing their asses off, but like it's just, it's not the same. It's like I don't want to watch the 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 Detroit Crews or whatever they are, the Motor City Crews. Is that what they are? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to watch, watch the Crews just so I can watch Isaiah Livers play with yeah. uh, Garza and Saban Lee's been popping off down there, right? I mean, he's just way too athletic for that league. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. It's Um, just, yeah, it's it's all about, it boils down to money and the owners don't want to, you know, fork over any more money. Makes sense. Um, Before we get into Jay's idea, Jay has an idea he would like to share with everybody that we're going to be starting um, from here on out for a while. Uh, But before that, um, It'll be next week. It won't be this week. Oh, I mean this week. Okay. Well, no. anyway, congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, great game. Great game. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Joey B, man. Um, you guys think he hurt his knee? Do you guys think he? Oh, he, did, he did hurt hurt his oh, knee. It came man. The Monday that he hurt his knee. Yeah, Zach Taylor came out and said he played through a sprained MCL. Uh-huh. Dude. So. Wild, um, no, yeah, great game overall. Um, it all came down because, like in the beginning, like or the Rams there, um, it's like they couldn't they couldn't get anything moving. You know, they couldn't run the ball at all. Um, Stafford was playing like the Lions uh, quarterback. Um, you know, and and I accidentally called in the Lions a few times just because I'm just used to us seeing things not go right, and that's what I call them. I call them the Lions. You know. Um, but yeah, it was a good game. Um, Stafford came out when he had two. He threw some interception. I think I think that one one uh, the yeah, one deep one ball there. Yeah, the one deep ball there. I don't really say. That's a, eh, screw it. I got I got the, the ball up to twenty five and then random the, guy. The, field, the so. pick in the end zone on punt. the deep ball was basically a punt because it was third and fourteen when he threw it. Yeah, exactly. So if it's still going to be fourth and 14, you're punting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. So, and they the got other lucky one, with though, the, the random guy in the flip-flop come on the field. So the other interception though, was, I would say that's 50, 50, him, 50, 50 or 50, him, 50, the receiver. 
Oh, what's the, thr- oh. the throw was a little out front of Skaronic, but Skaronic also like you got your hand on it, at least get it on the ground. Skaronic's right. dog shit. So he a, I think he's a former Notre Dame tight end that they turn into wide receiver. Gross. I mean, he's big and athletic, so why not? But still, I was listening to the, the Pat McAfee show on Monday there, and they were talking about his hand being up. I was like, what are they talking about? So I watched the playback. His hand was pointing upward. And I don't know, man. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um. So, yeah, but no, but uh, that Bengals team, that Bengals defense. Oh, they really man. stepped up. They did. They play, Jay, you said it right in there on Sunday. They played a damn a perfect game. I, you know, they didn't. Well, they didn't play a perfect game, but they really did step up. Yeah, it was incredible. It was very incredible. The, the D line was insane against the run, and that really, it really threw McVay off his off his game plan, and you can tell right. it did. McVay um, did not have a good game calling plays. No, oh, if they if no. the Rams lost that game, it's one hundred percent McVay's fault. I do hope we get a uh, offensive coordinator that comes in that will try to help better, will help more with the play calling. That is entirely up to if McVay wants to let somebody do that or mm-hmm. not. I, I think, and which knowing him, I doubt it. McVay seems a little ego, not ego maniacal, but I'm sure his ego is pretty big. Mm-hmm. So, right. I mean, he seems like a decent guy. He's always professional, but I mean, like, he's calling the plays no matter what. So. Maybe they can help with like, I don't eh. running the game. Running the ball is important, and I get that. But at some point in the third quarter, when you've got uh, Cam Akers, who's got like ten rushes for eight yards, don't you think maybe I should do something else? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, on the reverse side too, with Zach Taylor, like you're gashing him in the run. Why are you going away from it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Joe Mixon was averaging 4.6 yards a carry. But I don't understand that run there on third and one with <clears throat> Mixon not I, in the game. Yeah, I, I understand the yeah, run. I, yeah. I think it was getting way too cute. Because, like, why is P. Ryan in the game? Yeah, that it, it made it made no sense. I'd rather have Chris Evans in the fucking game at that point. Mm-hmm, yeah, right. right. At least he's, like, elusive and slippery. Samaj P. Ryan's just Samaj P. Ryan. He's a journeyman running back who's never really done anything. Yeah, he got too cute, and it cost him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, how do you not find a way to double team Aaron Donald on the most important play of the game? I right. Spencer, when you posted that, like I didn't think about that until I, I watched it. I watched the replay back on the Monday the next morning, and I'm like, holy shit, you're right. <laughs> he was on. He was just got one guy on him. I happened. In, I was in Discord with Alex and Clark, and Clark goes, "Aaron Donald's gonna sack him for the win," and I'm like. It's possible, and then two seconds later, he's got Burrow <laughs> wrapped up like a freaking tortilla. Uh huh. Also, credit to Joe Burrow; he almost got that ball to Pirine on that last play. I, yeah, I did notice that. A little more umph, he would have been good. But it was—I thought it was a good game. It just—I don't know. It seemed really underwhelming to me. The ending, the the whole game. Nah, I liked it. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. It just seemed it, it was weird because it was super fast. It was super fast, and there wasn't a ton of like excitement to it. You know what I mean? But it was a good game. I mean, the halftime show was fire. Ten out of ten. Must do again. Um, hey. But Jay, I mean, I I say, Jay what do you think? What I did you think of the I halftime? Don't, 
I don't really get up. I guess like I've never really had a halftime show that's like, oh wow, holy shit, this is awesome. It's it was what it was. Oh that's, no. That's oh no. What? Are you watching the are you watching the game? Not yet. So the ball got deflected and it was gonna go out of bounds. So Juwan stepped on the floor and grabbed it and handed it to the Iowa player. So now the refs are might they might have to call him for a technical. Oh, he'll, he'll get thrown out for it because that's the second yep. one. Yep. LOL. Um, I'm listening to it right now. That's not commercial for me. I think they're gonna let it go. Oh no, it has to be a technical. Oof. That I don't know. Sucks. I don't know what they're doing. They're giving him a technical. So they didn't call him for a class A technical. So they're he's staying in the game. Oh my god, poor poor Jawan. <laughs> he's like, oh, you, you, it was just reactionary. He's like, it's my bad, guys. I'm sorry. Dad, stay away the back there. We need we need oh, one of those hype no. guys that you have in the NFL. Bring him back. All right, so now that I disrupted us again, what did you ask me before I saw that? Um, football. Something, something oh, yeah, about what do you think of the halftime halftime show? Oh, I liked the halftime show. thought it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. thought it was fun. It was better than most, but it nothing that, like, super excited Listen, me. Listen, it beat Shakira and... Uh, Shakira and J-Lo was good for one thing, and that was ass. Yeah, they were just half naked the whole fucking time. I mean, that was fine. Um, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Uh, I lost my shit when 50 came out and did into club. Cause I love that song. Yeah, that was pretty good. That man, 50 hanging from the rafters, that impressive young man, impressive. People, old man. Oh, people saying that he's fat. Like if you look at a full body shot of him, he's, he's just fucking, he looks yoked. Like yeah. he's bloated from being too muscular. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like he's not fat. He just beefy boy. Look like he'd been working out too much. As soon as I saw that video of him climbing are climbing under that bar up and i'm like oh, yes. okay bud like oh but he's out of shape uh, um no was he big yes he was big. yeah he's yoked though um, i thought eminem a little disappointing he only got one song yeah and i was more disappointed that it was lose yourself but i guess he kind of had to because it's his biggest one do you th- um, I think they gave Mary Mary J. Blige more songs and it sucks. because uh, I would well, they, I mean they kind of had to because she's the only real singer in that group. Mm-hmm. Also, she's Mary J. Blige still has a really big following. I guess that's what my wife and I were talking about. Like, what songs would you have played of Eminem's? I mean I thought it would have been cool if he came out and did like uh the chorus to like Rap God or something. Oh, just or- start going fucking crazy. Just like go like do something super insane or like Godzilla and like dupe that and have like Yeah, someone... but those aren't as big songs. And Rap God was really big though. It's not a major one of his major songs though. Um is that not a foul? Yeah, I know. Uh uh I mean other than like other big songs for Eminem though, like what would you want to hear, Jay? Um like the real Slim Shady. Yeah, but up. they're not gonna play it. Uh, for a Super Bowl halftime show, if he was only going to get one song, it was going to be lose, uh, lose yourself. Yeah, until I, I would have been fine with till I collapse. Till I collapse. Oh, that would. They been weren't going to play that in the Super Bowl, though. 
What about like that's yeah, or like without me? And if you so empty without me. Again, I don't think they'd do it for the Super but Bowl. But that's the right. but uh, lose yourself was the one that Dre and him worked on with worked on. That that's why I feel like I mean yeah he did the other songs those other songs too but that was the one that like really put Eminem on the map right Spencer? Uh, lose yourself? No. Yeah, wasn't it? No. no. Oh. Eminem. Name, he had my name is uh, real slim shady. He had a bunch of songs before lose yourself. You only did lose yourself for the movie lose yourself yeah lose yourself got big because of the movie and the movie was really popular it still is um uh, continue without me for two minutes right um jay uh next season uh with football with football being 200 days away sad face um what are we looking for um why don't you tell, tell us a little bit about your idea next week that we're going to do for the pod? So, leading up to the draft, I just thought a fun little thing to do, especially Central Lions fans. I'm going to talk a player about a player every week who people are saying the Lions should take at two. I've got five players that I've seen people projecting the Lions at two, and it's going to be my job each week to convince you guys that the Lions should take this player at number two. Hmm. Yeah, I do like that. I think that's gonna be fun. I think that's gonna be fun. Uh, we'll do that after the second portion of the of the episode, uh, after the break, uh, each week. Um, that's kind of it's a good, nice filler, uh, just to keep to keep us talking uh sports and um, everything that's going around. We'll talk in the beginning of like news and stuff in the beginning of the pod, and after the break, we'll go on to our uh, little special there. I like that, Jay. Thank you for bringing up uh, coming up with that. So. That is going to be good to uh, see here. My phone's about to die. Um, I need to do something. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I think um, I think that's going to be cool. Um, Jay, with uh, with our second pick there in the second round, I, I kind of want to ask. I know it's kind of early, but um, would you trade out? I mean, depends who's there, and depends on what you're getting. Uh-huh. Would you be mad with uh, Riddler from Cincinnati as a quarterback if they drafted him with tw- at twenty at thirty two? Depends who's there. I'd rather have Howell from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're saying uh, how I saw a uh, mock draft had the boy from Liberty going at like uh, five or something like that. I want to see if I can find the, the senior bowl really hyped him up and which. Was- which is funny because during the Senior Bowl game, he was not—he didn't look great. He no, nah, I didn't watch the actual game, so I my uh, game's kind of—I should have watched. It would have been good. Oh, here we go. Um, yeah, so it has. Uh, as long as he doesn't get picked at number two, welcome, I don't welcome. care where he goes. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Number three to Carolina. Blake Willis to Carolina. Denver. I would be shocked if that happened. Right, Denver goes Kenny Pickett at nine, ten. Sam Howell at ten with uh, Pittsburgh. Um, the kids from I Mississippi. Think, I think they'll pick Pickett at, at, for the Steelers. Yeah, I, I think uh, Pickett goes to Steelers as well. Um, unless if unless something wonky him. happens in free agency or the trade market, I think yeah, I think they're going to take Pickett. Yeah, it makes the most sense. He's the most like 
Ben Roethlisberger-esque quarterback in the draft. Plus, he's from Pittsburgh. And he's from Pittsburgh, so hometown kid. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, um, like, I know they keep saying, oh, we're going to have a competition between Haskins and Rudolph. No, you're not. They're both <laughs> ass. Shut up. Yeah, they, they know it, too. I would rather start my left not at quarterback. <laughs> okay. Um, and then they got the uh, number 11 pick, Washington Commanders, the Comrades. Uh, taking the kit, uh, Matt Coral from Mississippi. Um, what else we got here? Another quarterback, not so super late. I think it's Detroit, actually. Yeah, Detroit, Desmond Ritter, Cincinnati. So that's just round one. So that's it's what four quarterbacks? One, two, three. Mm-hmm. I don't know Ritter. Five. I don't know about I don't know about Ritter. I don't really trust it. I know he's a good runner, but eh. If I'm I the don't Lions, think Detroit takes a quarterback in the first two rounds. I don't guys, either. Which team? Guys, which if, team? If they take uh, one, it's going to be third or later. Especially since well, I think uh, I don't they think could... they'll take a quarterback this year. I think it'll be next year. Hey, do you guys like Dax Hill at 34? Yes. yes. Athletic safety. Yeah. Why not? A lot of rumors that uh, he. Uh... Well, I, will this be like the? It has to be some kind of like. Is there, I wonder what the record there is. Um, Four. Or like having uh, the same state that you, you the university you went to that you drafted, you know, like what do you mean? Like Detroit, a lot of the uh, mock drafts I'm seeing is Detroit taking back to back Michigan players, a Dex Hill, uh, Hutchinson, you know. So I wonder what the what the record of like of a team. Imagine if they ended up with like Hutchinson, Hill, and Stuber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be crazy. Like it, but who knows? Yeah. I, I don't mean, think they'll take a lineman early. I don't know. Let's see. We're gonna see. It's gonna be fun. If they t- if they took an offensive lineman, a big it's a big if because I think they're returning their top seven linemen. I don't think it'd be till probably the fourth or fifth round at the earliest. They have what they have two firsts, a second, two thirds, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, they have options. They have a lot of picks. I mean, maybe they move up. Maybe they move back. We'll see. Guys, which there's people like, oh, they should move back to. They need to get number five and number seven from the Giants. And I'm like, I don't think the Giants are in a position to trade both of those. Yeah. Right. Why would they want to trade up to number two anyways? Right. There's not a quarterback. And what you're going to trade up to number two to take what Hutchinson or Thibodeau? No. When that's there's just a, a bad idea. When there's a chance that one of them could drop to five, like, come on. A lot of the mocks I've seen lately have Thibodeau falling. Yeah, yeah, I know. I noticed that. What's going on? What What's that about? Uh, people are saying there's rumors that uh, teams aren't impressed with uh, his work ethic and uh, stuff like that, his motor. Hmm. I think it's teams just trying to uh, trying to spread rumors so he falls to them. I don't hey, take much stock in it. Make makes sense, man. You gotta you gotta gotta play dirty to win, I guess. Um it's I mean it's not dirty. Teams do it all the time every year. Super early here. Uh I know it's super early draft talk, but um what team do you guys think makes a push uh as a for a trade to move up the top three, I don't, top five? That but that's the I don't think anyone moves to the top mm-hmm. three. There's no generational player or mm-hmm. big time quarterback, and that's mm-hmm. what usually facilitates most trades. Yeah. 
you're not going to see a trade until teams know who's available. Right. Like last year, San Fran traded up to five to get, uh, was it was uh, Trey Lance, right? Lance, yeah. Three, yeah. Or number three, yeah. So it's way too early to tell. Still have to do the combine, too. Right. And a lot of teams fall in love with players at the combine. Right. Mm-hmm. Combine, yeah. you're going to see. Usually you'll see two or three players just come out of nowhere in the combine and uh, move from like late first to early first or out of nowhere into the first round. It happens every year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be exciting to see. Uh, so, I'm trying to think who Evan Neal, the Alabama tackle, I think he's the one that's been thrown around as the first overall pick. Makes sense. Um, they need him. They need him. Well, this the uh, this draft's going to boil down for Jacksonville to a couple of things. It's like, do you want talent on defense first, or do you want to protect your investment in Trevor? No, you desperately need an O-line. Your O-line was bad as it is, and three of them are free agents this year. You need, if you're smart, and Trevor Lawrence is your guy, it has to be an offensive tackle at one. Mm-hmm. You can't afford to go defense. You have to protect Lawrence. Right. Hmm. But we'll see if they're smart. Most of the time, they're not. Yeah, we'll see. It should be... It's going to be interesting. I mean, if I'm the Jags, I don't know. It's hard to. I don't know, man. Like they have, they have pieces on the defense that make it seem like they could be decent. Like if you did the draft right and free agency right, like you have, uh, like Miles Jack is still really good. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen's still really good. Um, their run defense actually wasn't wasn't that bad this past year. So right, which, which just it means you have to go tackle even more. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Because you're not taking a safety at one. You're not taking a corner at one. Now, do you go Evan Neal or do you go elsewhere? I mean, I've only seen two people projected, Evan Neal and the dude from North Carolina. So if they go tackle, it'll be one of those two. If they don't go tackle, it'll be D-end. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm excited to see what Jay has to say. Uh, has to players he has to offer us. Oh, my phone died. Um. So I'm excited to see what Jay has the trades he has to say, or he or trades. Excuse me, players he offers. Um, to this five, the five players that could be drafted at number two there, because I think I I have I have a feeling that we might just say screw over. Um. Aiden Hutchinson, but I feel like that would be dumb. But uh, we'll get into that when that time comes when Jay talks about it. But um, all a lot of the mocks I'm seeing, it has us taking him. So we'll see. But I'm excited to see what Jay has to has to bring up then uh, next week in the to come. But um, before that, uh, or you know, let's get into more football stuff going on. Um, can we? Can I just say? A- at the Super Bowl, I don't think Cup should have been MVP. Who? Aaron Donald. I Aaron. think it should have been Aaron Donald. Okay, I, I was wondering or about that. It 
if not Aaron Donald, Stafford. Yeah, I thought that, I thought Stafford was good, but when you throw two picks, yeah. it kind of, and I want to say it, it's it kind of it, it muddies the perception of your numbers. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if he would have right. thrown one pick, I think he gets it. But the second one kind of makes it look like oh, well, he turned the ball over twice. Cooper Cup won it on his stats, but yeah. if you're talking about who controlled that game, like if you're going by who is the biggest factor in the game, I. In my mind, I had Stafford and Donald above Cup, mm-hmm. who directly affected the game the most. Now, I would disagree a little bit. I would have gone Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, then Stafford. Because down the stretch, who did, who did Stafford rely on to win that game? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup was the only guy that they couldn't cover, even after uh, OBJ went out. Now, that being said, I don't think the gap between Cooper Cup and Stafford was very, very big. So, but I mean, hey, I'm happy for Stafford. Cooper Cup is kind of weird. I heard that whole premonition thing he came out about and I was like, all right, dude. God showed me a vision in 2019 that this happened. Like, okay. <laughs> Listen, leave no, the man didn't. alone. Shut up. Leave the man alone. That dude, come on. Like it's I walked out of the, it's strange. I never I never is. told nobody but my wife about it because I didn't think people believe me. Well, no shit. Here's something <laughs> okay, yeah. something right. my dad uh, uh, told me when I was a young sports fan. God doesn't give a shit about sports. <laughs> <laughs> if he did, Lions fans wouldn't suffer so much. Exactly. Um, because no. because you know how Listen, you know how in the gonna... Bible it says take care of the poor. Lions fans are the poor. Or the poor, or the downtrodden, or the lepers. <laughs> the lepers. What's that song, Jay? It's like blessed are the blessed are the poor in spirit. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> we deserve an automatic bid to heaven. <laughs> oh yeah, that why because we are garbage. Yeah, we shouldn't be on the bubble. We should be in. <laughs> we should be solidly, solidly in. Just because we're fuck, we're Lions fans and Red Wings fans and Pistons fans and Tigers fans and, and Michigan athletic fans. You, I mean, you can't really say that though. The Red Wings won yeah, four titles in our lifetime. The Pistons won a title in our lifetime. Yeah. The Tigers have been to two World Series in our lifetime. Didn't win. Uh, that's not. Can't chalk that up that they blew it <laughs> both times. Listen, being a Lions fan makes up for all of that. Uh, Michigan up six, boys. Eleven minutes left. A little check in there. Um, yeah, I'm watching. I, uh, yeah, I think, um, I think we should. I, I like the automatic bid there to get into the heaven with uh, being a Lions fan because like I feel I said, like God doesn't care about sports or who you're affiliated <laughs> with. That's sad. We had a rough time down here with uh, the Lions. So it's like that episode of Family Guy. He's like, God, why do you keep fucking with the Patriots? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good episode. Because <laughs> it's because of uh, Bill Belichick. <laughs> Don't reach your. Oh, see. Sorry, uh, I'm, yelling, I'm yelling at the TV. Well, it's been a good episode so far, boys. Like how um, you can't watch TV without commenting on it. I can't. <laughs> sports, I ir- at least. I get irritated. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna comment on that because I'm that bad. I, I, I over. Listen. I, I overanalyze things. I, I was watching the, like the Rams Clark when he plays Madden. Okay, yeah, I'm not. Narr- and has to narrate every play. I'm not that bad. I'm, I'm not kind of that bad. I just when I'm not, I have my, it's my dad. My dad is like that. He screams and yells and says things mm-hmm. on TV, and 
when they're down there and like when i was watching the rams game when they got those those uh right after when obj hurt himself going into halftime i'm like uh oh this is gonna going to happen it's not gonna be good um okay did, did y'all see that last play yeah how was that a foul uh, I didn't it, see it. These these fouls have been weak. I think uh, all Big game. Ten refs continue to be the bane of my existence, mm-hmm. especially Bo Borowski, 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 whatever is freaking Bobo shitty. I don't know what his name is. Oh, Poppet Brooks. Um, oh. but yeah, back to podcast related stuff. Uh, going forward into like the NFL off season, we'll do a lot of like free agency coverage once that comes up in March. Uh, and the draft. And like, the draft. Oh, we usually do stuff. Yep, except Jay's got some new ideas for draft stuff this time. Yeah, yep. so when you stepped away, we uh, we talked about it, you know, um, to reiterate, we, uh, the five, Jay has five people, and I uh, I like this And you're going to get a bonus too, I think. Ooh. Nice. I like so like seven things. options at number two? Yeah, and the other two are... Uh, picks that aren't going to be talked about that i like there we go um but then we'll... i swear to god <laughs> and then we'll talk you say about Der- if you say Derek fucking stingley <laughs> i'm gonna lose my mind and then we'll he's talk one about... of the five because i've seen him being i've seen him being mocked to detroit so he's going to be mm. one of the five i have to make a go. case for and i will personally I'll... i don't want him but i'll make a either. case for him i'll give you a whole ass argument because i've already i've already talked about it and tweeted about it <laughs> Um, so, uh, that is to come. Super excited about that. And of course we'll talk about the, um, combine. Um, I know the combine, I mean, it won't be a lot cause it's the combine, but I think the combine, um, it's going to show, um, Aiden Hutchinson's going to the combine. He's super hyped about it. I love his enthusiasm. He did say he he's going to participate in every event. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love I his enthusiasm. So didn't he say he wants to try to hit uh 35 reps at two twenty five? Yeah, he I said he, was, he, he said, said that I didn't hear that part. Yeah, he said he uh, on the on the Pat McAfee show. He said he's he's hitting like twenty nine thirty right now, mm. and he wants to he wants to go like thirty five or something like that. I've, my my record at two twenty five I think is twenty three. So I am a weak boy. Twenty three, bro. It's fucking two twenty five is rough. That's a lot, Spencer. Like you sit and think like, all right, one thirty five. I could probably rep it for 35, 40 reps, easy. And then I sit there, I'm like, 225, oh, this won't be bad. You get to like 10 and you want to die. <laughs> and your triceps start, your triceps start screaming. Yeah. So people that can do 30 of those, that's just crazy, man. It just shows how genetically freaky these guys are and how hard they, and how hard they work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the son of a college all-American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's why I love offensive linemen, because they're so freaking strong. Oh, let's go, Michigan. A lot of a lot of crappy uh shots here from Iowa as of late. Good job. Good defense. Yeah, Michigan's opening it up a little bit because yeah. Iowa's not making good decisions. No, they they're forcing the ball. Oh, Jace Howard with the good take to the hole. Um so, yeah. Spencer, um yeah. go back going back to baseball because I think we've all we're all football talked out here. Um well actually no, before I go back to baseball, let's stay on football for one more time. Um, Bengals. Where do they end up next year? Um, Are they a threat, or was this magic? I, I, uh, I'll answer that real quick. I don't. I in this match can go. I, I don't think they'll be where they were. I think they might flirt with a with a playoff spot, but I kind of feel like Baltimore is going to be a team to mess with again. But we'll see. I, but I think. I think. I think. Yeah. I don't see the Bengals getting worse. I think they can only get better. 
Especially since like their free agents are. So I'm um, not, a lot of them were kind of inconsequential. Yeah, uh, I, I, say, I, saw the I doubt they they're not going to have to pay any of their big time players yet. But. Like mm-hmm. I think they're I think Hilton's Mike Hilton's back. Eli Apple, LOL, is back. Um, <laughs> yeah. Granted, Eli Apple before that Super Bowl had had a really good year, and then he decided to run his mouth, and then he got screwed for it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I just I don't see them getting worse. They have really good weapons. All their receivers are back. Uh, Joe Mixon's obviously back. He signed an extension. If they improve the O line and maybe go get, maybe add another piece or two to the defense that can produ- produce a little bit, I still I think they win the North again. I think you know I'm just gonna say they're gonna win the North again. I just Baltimore I don't trust them, especially after know. you know we'll, we'll see. Considering Baltimore. Uh... If they don't get into injury hell again this year, and then you got to think before too, the season even starts, and you think too though, like if Cleveland stays healthy and Baker plays just even ten percent better next year, I think they're a threat. So, yeah, like they still have a lot of talent on that team. Pittsburgh, I don't know what you're going to do with a new quarterback slash maybe a rookie quarterback. So, I think they're. I think the Bungles are a playoff team. But you still have to go through like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Wait, so since he gets hurt, Michigan can choose who shoots, right? Yes. Yeah. They gave it to a goony white boy. But um, she, we were assistant pulls out the sheet and says that guy's yeah. shooting sixty-two percent. I think the Bengals will be at will be back in the playoffs next year. I think the Ravens will be uh, the team that wins the North. But who yeah, knows? same. Hmm, like. Like Dip sent that thing of that guy saying that uh, what the Bengals record was gonna be, and I, I see like dyslexia. That was I thought he said uh, fifteen and two. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way." So I looked. He said twelve and five, and yeah. I, I also saw twelve and five, maybe eleven and six. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. and that is not the official uh, schedule. That's just a rumor schedule. That's the opponents. Uh huh. Um, the actual oh, schedules. Shot. The actual schedules don't come out till like April, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's after, after the draft. draft yeah. yeah, but yeah, I think I agree, Jay, with you. Baltimore is my favorite for the cent for the central. Lol, for the north, uh, AFC Rock north, uh, Roxbury. Yeah, uh, for the AFC north, um, I think Pittsburgh is going to be bottom of the barrel. I think uh, uh, Cleveland. Ooh, Musa. Yeah, it's a good shot, wasn't it? Um, uh, Cleveland, meh, you know. But... I think it's I think it's gonna go Cincinnati, Baltimore, and then Cleveland and Pitt are gonna be around the same. Mm-hmm. Is Baker Mayfield gone after this year? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was literally like torn in half all year, so yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think it'll be next year's gonna be fun. AFC is gonna be insane just because all the quarterbacks. Um, we'll see what happens to Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I really think it all depends on where Aaron Rodgers goes. If he I goes anywhere, my mind, I think he's coming back to Green Bay. Oh, Jay thinks he's coming back to Green Bay. Eh? Hey, his mm-hmm. wife said it's me or football, and Aaron chose football. You mean his fiance? Fiance, yeah. Sorry. I don't. I don't think she said that. But what? When? All the reports said that. Oh, so they broke up. Yeah, like I don't. I don't think she said it's me or football. She. I, she did say that uh, 
Uh, he didn't she give felt, her enough time. Yeah, she said she felt neglected. And then yeah. Aaron Aaron put more time into his work than her. And every that's when everyone's like, Aaron was like, yeah, nah, football. It's it's football. Football is life. I mean, that's how he makes his money. And yeah, he's really good life. at it. Jane, that's what I'm talking about. Um, but before we run out of the time, Jay, what do you want to ask about baseball? Yeah, we got a minute. The fact that they're only 15, they only met for 15 minutes today. Like, Pettiness how, many ga- how many games are they going to miss? Because you know they're going to miss games. I think I saw somebody on Twitter say they don't get a deal with in two weeks. They'll start missing games. Mm-hmm. Their deadline is two weeks. I think it's the end of the month. Um, so how many games gets missed? I think they'll play 120 this year. So they'll miss like 40, 45. So basically the first month, month and a half, two months. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. We, we might have to open a new meeting to end it. Oh, you want to talk more? I mean, that's what, that's pretty much all I got, but I want to make sure you get a proper send off. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. Well, thank you uh, for everybody for listening. Um, we'll go, we'll address the baseball thing again. I'm pretty sure some more news is going to come out soon, but we'll mm-hmm. talk about baseball tomorrow and uh, tomorrow. Hello. Well, next episode, um, be sure to go and follow so you know when we post. It's every Saturdays. Also, every Saturdays at noon. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, they can't say bye. Boys can't say bye. They say goodbye. We'll see you next week. Bye.